You don't want to encourage that behavior. No. Okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter, here's an interesting idea, especially uh, during this time. Do you think it's possible to change everyone's mind? Like to see your perspective at least. Well, I guess my question would be, why would you want to, right? Like, <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the thing though, right? And a lot of people go yeah. around trying to change other people's mind, whether it's tra um, trading related or, you know, whatever yeah. opinion they have, they try and go and change another person's opinion and then they get all frustrated yeah. and mad, right? But um, yeah, but yeah I, I believe like you, like you said, why would you want to change anyone's mind? Yeah, it's tough. Like I, I've heard this before, you know, people get really upset and say, why is there pain and suffering and sadness in the world? The only way that we like the only way that you can that you know that there's bad times is if you can contrast it with something better, right? Mm. And so if I disagree on the value of something like the euro against the US dollar, I think it's a great thing that somebody else has the exact opposite opinion as me because that's what makes the market, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I um like I'm probably pretty close to like a free speech absolutist. And I know that's a big deal for a lot of people. Like they, they think that's, that's really bad. Like you mm. shouldn't. And if you've ever gone to like corners of the internet where it is as close to, I mean, it's about free. It's pretty much as close to free speech. You'll see like, that's the thing about the internet that, um, you know, our society has changed. And so if you think back to like Washington and Abraham Lincoln, like back in the day, it was all about your, your honor. It was all about your honor, like your word and your honor. Yeah. That was a real big deal. What's happened now, like on the internet, is we've taken, we've taken your identity away. So it's not you anymore. It's like you're, you're, you're like this ghost. You know what I mean? You're like mm -hmm. this online identity. And so the, as an online identity, you can go out there on the internet and these free speech forums and just say whatever you want with no real consequence, because at the end of the day, you can see all these crazy things. And then you walk into the store and nobody knows that that was you saying that, you know, and yeah. probably nobody in the store even goes on that online forum anyway. Right. Yeah, but yeah. like that, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. sort of, we've taken that away in a way it's great that we have the internet and we have all this exchange of ideas, even though it's being suppressed now, obviously, mm -hmm. um, in, in a big way. But in a way, I, I love the, the free, free flow of information and the exchange of ideas. But taking a stand isn't like it used to be. It's because it's, it's cheaper, right? It's, it doesn't mm -hmm. cost you so much to go out on a limb and make this claim. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I claim, if I got down a claim that, you know, redheads, uh, redheads are need to be uh, all rounded up because if it weren't for redheads, we wouldn't have poverty. You know, if I said something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Okay. In the olden days, everyone would say, hey, Walter said that about redheads and a bunch, I'd have a bunch of redheads <laughs> upset with me and maybe tailing me everywhere I went. Right. Yeah. But because online I could be anonymous and say that no one really knows who I am or where I live or, you know what I mean? They just yell back at me on the internet. So it's kind of like it, it cheapens. It's hard to take a stand really because uh, unless, unless you do it in the light and you say here, this is me, this is where I live. This is what I'm about. And this is what I believe. Like, you know, like Jordan Peterson, for example, mm -hmm. I don't know much about Jordan Peterson, but I know he's controversial. Right. And probably Noam Chomsky, Noam Chomsky would be uh, similar. Yeah, They're both totally. kind of outspoken 
controversial figures, right? So that, you know, but, but what happens on the internet for the average person is we're just anonymous. Nobody knows who we are. And so we can say all these wild things. I, I think we need divergent opinions for everything, but especially for the markets. And as traders, it's really important to have that. And I use those opinions. Like I, I like looking at where traders are at in terms of their trades. I use that information for my own trading. So yeah, I really like the idea of lots of, and I, I've learned things from people who have taken the opposite point of view. You know, like I, I've always been like one of the things that you learn in psychology, there are real subtle forms of prejudice in the way that we look at groups. Mm-hmm. And even though you would say, well, I'm not prejudiced, I give everyone an equal chance or whatever, that still comes out, you know, and that, and that can come out just by calling the group the minority, not mm-hmm. by giving them like a color of skin or a, a, sec, a, a sex or whatever, anything like that. It's not, you're not even doing that just by calling the group the min- minority. But like there are studies in psychology where they say, well, the majority group says this and the minority group says this, what do you think? You know, and, and so our prejudices actually get applied even if it's just minority versus majority group. It's crazy, you know, that, yeah. that we're built that way, you know, like we're tribal people. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating in, in some ways. But um, to me, free speech is really important. I just wish that we all had to do it in a way where we were saying, well, this is me and this is what I'm saying. Because then we would, we would think probably more about the consequences of what we're saying because – like I said, you know, the redhead example, you know, that would, that would have severe consequences for me if I said, hey, I'm Walter, I'm in Australia, redheads are the problem. You know, if I, if I did that, I would have a lot, there are a lot of redheads down here in Australia, you know, and I'd have, I'd have some people upset with me. So that I think is the, is the issue with, or one of the issues with free speech is that it's, you know, it's, it can be done anonymously now. Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think, well, especially as you know, like in those um, trading forums, th- things can devolve pretty quickly when there's a lot of like anonymous, anonymous yeah tips right or whatever but um yeah i mean do you think it's sometimes worthwhile to engage in those things as long as as long as the other person is going to have like a reasonable conversation um oh like to try and change the mind you mean yeah 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 i think i'm a big fan of do you know how they teach in law school so they ask questions right so i i don't know if all law professors do this but i've been told uh by by people who've gone through law school and actually when I did my degree in psychology, my PhD in psychology, I had a lawyer on my, my committee. So it was all psychology professors, and then one lawyer, you know, they, they ask questions. So like the Socratic method or whatever, like they're, they'll be asking questions of the class. So they assume that you've done the reading that you're supposed to do when you walk in the door. Yeah. And so then they'll ask you like, so, okay, Hugh, so what do you think about, um, you know, the Johnson versus Tennessee case, from 1859 do you think that that would apply to today's you know big tech questions or whatever you know what i mean like they mm-hmm. so they're, they're 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 asking you to apply that and so i think that can be really useful also in any like anything like with trading or whatever you say okay like for example one of the traders in my form now he's like he's got the system 
and um, it looks pretty good to me. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, I want to like improve the win rate or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I want to apply this sort of management money management system to it and this and that. And I'm like, well, wh- why do you want to improve the win rate? <laughs> like, you know, it's already 75%. It's, you know, it's already it's seems good. to be pretty good to me. Yeah. Like, and if you run the numbers of the, the risk management system that you're looking to apply to this, it's going to look really good. So why not just, you know what I mean? Why not yeah. just do that? You know, we get stuck into these little things. And I think there's a problem too with trading. We can get emotionally attached to our strategies. We spend so much time working on them. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to throw them away. Uh, whereas if we have like a hundred strategies and we see one that's just not working anymore, we can just pit, see you later, you know, mm-hmm. goodbye. But if we've only got two and we're emotionally invested, that's tough. That's really tough to be able to, to, to put it, put it aside because now what else are you going to do? You, you got to start from scratch again. So I think it's really important to always be testing and looking at new ideas for me anyway. That's, that's important. So yeah, I think the best way to get someone to that point is to question, ask them questions, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of lead them and women are really good at this. Like, you, you know, some women will say, yeah, you're wrong, but th- that's more of a guy thing to do. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're an idiot. You know, you, Oh, you, I mean, you haven't even looked at it. Have you, you know, <laughs> whereas women will say they'll, they'll kind of this subtle way of like, um, I see. That's interesting. So what do, what do you think about this? You know, and they're trying to get you to get there on your own sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's mm-hmm. a, a more useful way than to say you're wrong, you know, just kind of gently get them to come to their own conclusions that perhaps, for example, focusing on win rate is not the be all and end all for your trading, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe you're already there. Maybe you're okay with a 75% win rate. Maybe that will we'll work for you. And maybe instead you can just now start to look more at your, at your risk rules. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Along the lines of like um, this whole censorship thing and, you know, some posts getting taken down or whatever from the various platforms. uh, Do you think that's going to lead to like more second guessing in the trading world? I I think it will. Like, like if uh, people aren't free to like fully express what they're thinking about in trading or in any other part of their life, like I think that might start to, make them second guess their own opinions, their own beliefs, and maybe not, you know, go forward with a trading system when it obviously works, but they're just second guessing themselves. Do you kind of foresee that happening with all this? Well, it could be, or they could, or they could just go off and break off in like their own little enclaves mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. for away from the mainstream, it could just fracture the, um, the groups. So for example, there are videos on YouTube and you can show this clearly where the numbers have been, um, they've been fudged. Yeah. Okay. So there's been videos on YouTube where they've reduced the, the down votes or the down, the thumbs downs or whatever, you know what I mean? And, 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 and stuff like that in some ways, like doing stuff like that is just going to point out to the, to the quote minority that they're, you know, that it's obvious that they're in the majority, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, like at a certain point, like, for example, I'll give you an example. Okay. Let's say, okay, where I live, a lot of people have young families. Okay. In Australia, in Australia there's a bit of a population boom at the moment, right? Mm. Lots of kids everywhere. You, if you have a daycare, you have a license to print money. Believe me, there is no, there, you will never have, like, at least in the next 10 years, you're going to be full and you're always going to be full, right? <laughs> oh, you just need more rooms, right? You need more teachers. Okay. So if you have a daycare center, you are loving it. If you were trying to, like, let's say you had a bookstore, okay? And in your bookstore, 
you decided that you weren't going to have any books, any children's books or any books about parenting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you know, you just think the world's overpopulated. <laughs> like, you don't want to encourage that behavior. No. Okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. What's going to happen to you? If you do that, what's going to happen to you? Well, if you live where I live, where there's a lot of kids and a lot of families, like they're not going to go to your bookstore. Like mm-hmm. if word gets out that you're anti-kids and anti-family and anti-population or whatever, they are going to boycott you, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing could possibly happen with what you're talking about. If we're, you know, if we're talking about the same thing where you have these, these, um, these big spaces on the internet where they're obviously fudging the numbers, pushing people out that they don't that, that have the wrong ideas or the, the, the wrong point of view and they don't want them in there and they want to keep people that are so it's a a little tight echo chamber where everyone kind of has the same thoughts and stuff what's going to happen is that group whether it's the majority or the minority they're just going to break off and they're going to start their own bookstore that's just for families you know it's all Mm. kids books and all you know what i mean i I think it's like drugs what happens when you make drugs illegal what happens well the price just goes up right i mean it's i think yeah i think so making certain thoughts and statements illegal in a sense and suppressing them is just going to push them somewhere else. Mm. I think it's, it's the prohibition of ideas. You know, there's a big group of Christians in China, right? Mm. It's illegal. You know, there are religions in China that are illegal, like Falun Gong. Um, you know, there, there are these, these groups that are, that, that have been made illegal in certain places and, uh, and they still exist you know, the, there was the Underground Railroad in in um, in the United States, right? When slavery, mm-hmm. you know, they had yeah. the Underground Railroad. So there, I think that's how I see it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe people will just second guess themselves and they go, "Oh shucks, I was wrong," or you know, whatever. <laughs> Why was I thinking that? But I, I think it. I think you know, especially in, in the United States, like the people in the United States are historically have been very independent thinking. It's so funny. I love living overseas because you get this other perspective of the states, you know, and they mm. say it, it, it makes me laugh every time when people say things like people in the states are so are so uh, simple minded or they never travel. They never go anywhere like in Australia. They well, they used to people used to travel everywhere. Right. I see mm-hmm. so many Australians in Europe and stuff. Yeah. Every Australian winter they're up there in Europe. But yeah. So, you know, they would say things like that. And yet then they would like put on their, their blue jeans invented in the United States to be on their iPhone invented in the United States, you know, watching the Simpsons on TV laughing that night, you know, ha ha Simpsons, you know, from the United States, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. reading the New Yorker on the weekend because they're so educated, you know what I mean? Like it's, it was just bizarre to me that um, there's that disconnect, but I think in the United States, they're very independent. People are, have this, this 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 culture of independence the cowboy the you know the lone ranger sort of thing and i think that uh, even though th- there is currently this free speech clamped down and there's a censorship culture going on right now and people are getting canceled all over the place i think it's going to eventually it'll kind of restabilize and get to homeostasis where it's you know the first amendment isn't under threat <laughs> as funny as that sounds um i think it's going to eventually get there you know i think it will i think it'll eventually get to the point where you know kind of balances back but yeah we'll see. I, I hope yeah. so i definitely hope so i mean unless me too you're, unless you're in california then you're 
then you're a lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, yes, in California, in California, that's right. <laughs> California, totally, totally, the People's Republic of California, totally different place. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, Walter. See ya. Yeah. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.